follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo roam, where the deer and the antelope play. Okay, stop. (laughs) If I have any more of that, I am probably going to hurt somebody. I want to sing. Uh, at home, at home, and deranged. No, we we sang that song for one word, and that is an antelope. Because <laughs> it's a long way. Yeah, in today's revolution, we are exploring the American pronghorn, or better known as the antelope. Hey, bingo! But a little fun fact, little history lesson it's for a little you guys. Trivia right here. Okay, uh, home on the range. It's the state song of what American state, Jimmy? How about Kansas? Yeah, and who was it written by? A doctor, Bruce M. Higley. No, it's actually Brewster M. Higley. Well, he's his brother. <laughs> he's reading my notes. I was trying to help. I'm reading from across the room on his teleprompter. It's not a teleprompter. What is that thing? It's a computer screen, and it's four feet in front of you. (laughs) It's across the room. uh, We have a small office. He was born in 1823. He passed away in 1911, and he actually originally wrote it as a poem. It was called My Western Home back in the 1870s in Smith County, Kansas. I do believe that is where uh, Nick Rhodes hails from. Right. uh, That's about 90 miles northwest of where we're at. Nick Rhodes with uh, My Wildlife Properties. But uh, in this week's Ram Power Block, powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we're going to hear from Unpro's Chance Orth, and he'll be phoning us on our studio line at 785-846-7647. And then following him will be Mark Renner from Be The Decoy. Outdoor writer and television host Mark Kaiser, KOVE's general manager in Lander, Wyoming, Joe Kenny. And uh, to top it all off, we're going to hear from Bearpaw Outfitters' very own Dale Denny. Yeah, so before we uh, dive into the American Pronghorn, we have a special announcement. Of course, we are being joined right now by Unpro's Chance Orth, but we want to say... Happy birthday, Mr. Chance. Oh, thanks, guys. This is a special moment in your life. Embrace it. <laughs> Embrace it, exactly. Hug JC. <laughs> I will. I'm hugging everyone inside. Yeah. That's right. I'm glad to be alive. So uh, we're talking about antelope hunting. Now, have you ever been antelope hunting before? Well, uh, you know, the closest I've ever come, we don't have too many antelope here in Wisconsin, <laughs> but I play a lot of big buck hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and <laughs> based on that, based on that alone, I think I'm a pretty good antelope hunter. It's taken quite a few out of season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... That's I'm, the truth. I'm in the same boat. I mean, I... We're inundated with antelope where we live. However, we have three or four herds right around the studio. Yeah, and around our houses too. And I have never ever been. I mean, it's so tough here in Kansas you get to drawn. get drawn for a rifle tag. I mean, you got to put in. I mean, years and years to get preference points. But um, the archery season always falls at a bad time for me. I can't get time. But it, it's such a short window. I think that the season's only a couple days. And uh, in the middle, Is that of the, right? Yeah. yeah, in the in middle, middle of the week. week. Yeah. And like so, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's tough, but man, I would really like to get out there and to be able to harvest one of these animals. No, it, it's definitely a dream of mine. I, I don't understand why they could make, a, especially the archery season, so short when they're such a wary, skittish, um, and you know, generally difficult to kill animal. Well, especially here. I mean, when you can see a town 20 miles away, <laughs> it's pretty flat. You know, and try to uh, actually sneak up on one. Uh, the only way to do it is ambush it, but there's not many water holes around here. So I don't know where the heck they drink at. Yeah, what what do you have to do to kill an antelope? 
You know, I was, uh, you know, I studied a little bit uh, on the subject of the pronghorn antelope, and there's a fascinating history about these animals. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, I'm going to get a little smart on you here, but Uh-oh. they're basically a, a <laughs> they're basically a holdover from the Pleistocene era, which ended about 13,000 years ago with, like, the last Ice Age. Really? Yeah, and this was, that was a time when uh, America, United States of America, had more big game animals, what they call megafauna, than anywhere in the world. We had, at our peak at that time, at the end of the Pleistocene, we had five times more big game animals than the continent of Africa has today. Holy cow. Wow. Serious. How do they know that? I mean, and some amazing animals. The short-faced bear, for example, mm-hmm. stood six foot tall at the shoulder, Jeez. weighed in tops 4,500 pounds. Holy cow. Yeah, they had the, there was the American cave lion, rather, mm-hmm. uh, that could weigh as much as 2,000 pounds. Oh, and, uh, man. And the uh, saber-toothed cat as well as dire wolves, American bison, mm-hmm. who had a um, span of horns over 10 feet wide. Really? Dang, man. So if people ask me what, what I want for my birthday, I say I want to hunt Pleistocene megafauna. <laughs> <laughs> you, we'd have to get they a whole new... Get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd have to get a whole new listing because that wouldn't even fit into Boone and Crockett. we have to get like... <laughs> so the thing is, that the modern pronghorn antelope co-evolved with all these other creatures and that's why they still have these superpowers mm-hmm. basically they have superpowers that allow them to uh to survive amongst all these amazing predators of that time they yeah. used to be a chameleon i know that's right <laughs> jim's an iguana gonna, or something jim's gonna teach history maybe he did and that's why every kid in america is so dumb <laughs> <laughs> Are you smarter than a Ferguson? <laughs> that would be a good joke. If you can tie your shoes, I would say yes. <laughs> I wear slip-ons. They said, was it back at, like, Lewis and Clark started uh, referring to them, I think, as antelope, but now they're not all. really just pronghorns. Lewis and Clark are the ones responsible for introducing them to science. They are the first civilized people to ever document the existence of pronghorn antelope now wasn't it i don't remember maybe you know chance at one point um the reason why it's so hard in places to get tags they were not coming close to extinction but the numbers were getting down and they were they were decimated when when lewis and clark came through there there are like i want to say about 30 million of them uh in the united states and basically Guys with carbines and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, muzzle loaders at the time, these are the first predators that could effectively take down antelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are really no natural predators that are very successful at, at hunting and killing um, antelope besides man. So those numbers just by um, European hunters dropped from the many millions down to about 12,000 in 1925. No way. Dang. Yeah, so, so the herd the herd was down to about ten to twelve thousand in nineteen twenty five, and then through conservation efforts, the numbers are back between five hundred thousand and one million. Wow, that's wow. incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's a true testament to conservation. And yes, it is. That's crazy, but I, you know, I know a lot of farmers, especially here in the Midwest, have a big problem because they can go in and and decimate um, a field of anything, a field of any type of crop. You know. I mean, it's, it's Absolutely. like Jim said, it's nothing to drive down, go to the post office, do whatever. You'll see a couple of herds of maybe there's one around here is 30, 40 in a herd, yeah. you know, I don't suppose the, the farmers get any uh, <laughs> exemptions. They don't get any free tags, do they? <laughs> I really don't know. No, they I probably don't. have some type of, uh, of uh, you know, crop, uh, you know, something or other, something or other. That's a good exactly. way of answering. I mean, up here, <laughs> farmers just get about as many deer tags as they can fill. Yeah, well, it's kind of crazy, though. But, hey, Chase, if we want to find out more about you, uh, your your very vast knowledge of antelope, I'm greatly surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the birthday I'm boy. I'm pro antelope scholar, yeah. <laughs> well, if we want to yeah, find well, out. Well, like you said last time, the, the easiest way to find us is on Google. You just search unprofessional fishermen. 
But Google, because we've got a little beef with Google, is going to ask you, <laughs> do you mean professional fishermen? <laughs> no. Nope. You don't, but you, you're looking for the arm pros. That's right. I got to say something real quick. Day or two ago, I was on you guys' website. I kind of, it felt like going back in time. I was watching some of your older videos where you found a whole bucket of sausage and just a little, <laughs> you know, it was just kind of reminiscing. It felt good to go back and watch old videos too, but we highly, <laughs> yes, he was, he was crying. We highly encourage everyone just go to unprofishing.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, whatever you have to do. Please watch your videos. These are a great group of guys. They're doing wonderful things. But uh, we are the revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Chance, as always, the Unpro is welcome here, buddy. <laughs> Thanks so much, fellas. Howdy, Holmes. Hey, don't venture off too far because Mark Renner with Be The Decoy is coming up next as we examine even deeper into the American pronghorn. Hey, stick around. It's going to be fun. We'll see you after this. Check out all things Jim and Trav at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like wild man or roller. Or Bad Bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a Ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. High Mountain Seasonings. Turn your fish and game from ordinary to extraordinary. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp and user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull. A flush-fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth, reliable feeding. And a 3-lug bolt with 70-degree throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. The Ruger American Rifle, another American-made product from Ruger. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Just be thankful you can't smell this show. Here are the boys. And we're back. Jimmy James, how's it going? Where'd we go? Ad break. Oh, I had to. Cyberspace. I had to tinkle. (laughs) I love the sign that. Who wrote that? Obviously, you don't have a posture problem because that break only lasted three minutes. I pee quick. Um, No, I'm a fast peer. Who wrote the sign above the toilet in the men's room? It's not your handwriting. It says. (laughs) If you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie, wipe the CD. <laughs> it's a urinal. <laughs> Who did write that? I'm not sure. It's not you. It's not your handwriting. No, I think it was probably Carrie Joe. It was somebody. Was like, she doing it in the I think it is, it is a woman's handwriting. Yeah. I never put two and two together. It could be I, Frank the Sound Guy. I, anyway, we were talking about the American pronghorn on the today's antelope of revolution. Yeah. We were feeling a little patriotic. Speaking of patriotic, uh, last week in Omit Romney. He announced his VP, his running mate. Yeah, Mr. Paul Ryan, great guy. Hey Frank, do you have Wisconsin, a, Wisconsin boy? Hey Frank, do you have a clip of that? Where where, where was he at when he announced? I that? think it was in South Carolina. Yeah, can you pull up that little faux pas? He always hates it when we put him on the spot like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it here somewhere. All right, take a second. Anyways, um, he announced Paul Ryan is going to be his running mate. You know the the cool thing about Paul Ryan, he is an outdoorsman. I'm not endorsing the guy. I'm just saying. He is an outdoorsman. I'm endorsing him. He, I like him. He's big into noodling. He is. Well, that really endeared me to him. But, uh, you know, since he's a bow hunter and we're bow hunters. If you if you noodle, you're a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here he is, uh, Mitt Romney, announcing Paul his, Ryan. his choice for running mate. Today's a good day for America, and there are better days ahead. Join me. See, now the crowds are getting all pumped up. I can agree. Better days are to come. They are, yeah. You can't get much worse than things are right now. I mean, I don't care. I'm not bashing the president. I'm just saying things in general, they've been a crap hole for a long time. But this is the best part. Join me 
in welcoming the next president of the United States, Paul Ryan. Is that just a Freudian slip? <laughs> Maybe think about this. It passed football a long time ago. You know, I wanted to put like go back to the nineties. Psych. He's gonna say, I'm actually the VP. Paul Ryan's gonna <laughs> yeah. be president. We're going for him. <laughs> wouldn't That'd that be great? Wouldn't be that be something though if the vice president has to get the nomination, okay, and then he picks the president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Anyways, uh, <laughs> who's coming up? Uh, right now, we're being joined uh, by old Mark Renner, and he is with Be the Decoy. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Fantastic. How are you guys doing this morning? That was hey, kind of a lengthy uh, intro, wasn't it? I, it was kind of fun, is what that was. <laughs> hey, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, well, now tell us how you came up with this. I mean, you've got some interesting products here. How'd you come up with the idea of these hats? Like the Speed Goat hat. Yeah, how'd you come up with that? Well, it's a super goofy uh, process. We kind of, or actually not we, but I was out uh, spotting and stalking antelope one day okay. and had a, a small buck that I just thought I'd see how close I could get to him and uh, came up over a bald rise and kind of ran out of cover. And he was looking away from me at about 90 yards and uh, turned and took a look at me. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I grabbed my binoculars stuck him up on top of my head, <laughs> and started acting like an antelope feeding in this double grass that I was in. Really? That antelope turned right around, came within 20 yards, and stood there for maybe 15 minutes just sitting there staring at me, trying to figure out what the heck I was all dressed in camp with these I think you're, on top of my head. I think you both were on cores. <laughs> I now, think something was going on there. Now, you know, it's amazing, antelope or pronghorn. I, you know, in America here, we have characterized them as antelope, but they're actually pronghorn. But uh, anyway, and they're a species uh, all they, by themselves. Yeah, they have. There's nothing else they're related to. They're like they're they're alone, is what they are. They're it's aliens. A sa- it's a sad. I think existence. they're aliens, Trap. But you know, yeah, they are. Uh, Mark, their eyesight, as you know, it's often equated to like a six power or more binocular. And you combine these with, I mean, the perfect placement of their huge. They have like two inch diameter eyes, and they're have bulging. Do eye? Yeah, out of their head, and they almost have like a three hundred and sixty degree view of eyesight. And so your hat, uh, the Speed Goat, I mean, it's very remarkable how lifelike it is. And you actually put this on top of your head, don't you? That's correct. Well, that's why it's called a hat, though. You don't know that. Maybe I, well. in France, a hat is a shoe. <laughs> it could have been a beret. Don't, don't laugh, know. Mark. That wasn't funny. <laughs> but okay. okay. So, <laughs> so you put this on your head, okay? And I and would, this fools everyone? I would think you're out there in tall grass, whatever you're hunting in. Uh, you're down on your knees crawling. All they can see is this head coming at them. I mean, this is a great idea. Yeah, it's been working fantastic. I mean, the whole premise behind the product is that it breaks up the human silhouette and gives the animal a shape that they're used to looking at. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen where uh, you, you have, a, I don't know, something. It's not a cape. I mean, <laughs> antelope man. No, it, it's not a cape, but you have something that kind of looks the coloration of, a, uh, of an antelope on your shirt. So can you actually kind of walk, or do you actually have to crawl? Yeah, you know, we've had guys that have uh, gotten on their hands and knees, acted like a rutted antelope, scraping bushes, you know, throwing dirt in the air the whole nine yards. And then I've also heard stories of guys walking up and uh, getting within 60 yards of those antelopes, just walking up like a human being and uh, while they're bedded and taking a shot at that distance. So I think it works in a lot of different occasions, both pre-rut and during the rut especially. Now, what what is this retail for, Mark? We look at what, like a, a buck and a quarter, you know, 125 bucks. Uh, what is this yeah, retail? They run right around $50 for the hat. 50. And uh, I've, I've got two different style shirts. One is 100% cotton. One is an 85-15 poly cotton blend. The cotton one runs for about twenty dollars, and the poly cotton shirt um, runs about thirty-seven. One more time, Mark. If we want to find out more about your products, everything that you guys have to offer, we highly recommend once again checking this out, applying these Be tactics the decoy. into their upcoming seasons. Where can we find you online, buddy? It's real simple. It's a be the decoy dot com, and it's B E T H E D E C O Y dot com. Yeah, yeah and how about a phone out. number? Uh, how about uh, 406-579-1771? That's easy enough. All right. Once again, we would talk with Mark Renner with Be The Decoy, talking about the Speed Goat hat. Um, you know, coming up after the break, we're actually going to talk to Mark Kaiser. 
And I think he's actually smaller than any uh, antelope out you there. You can fold him up and put it in your pocket. This guy's like 65 pounds. Yeah, soaking he, wet. He's a slight man, but he's agile. Yeah, and we also want to mention that uh, not only does Mark Renner with Be the Decoy have the uh, the goat Speed hat, goat. Speed goat hat, but he's got Blacktail Betty and Elk Assassin Decoy as well. Yeah, I got to check him out one more time. Online, you could just Google him. Great products. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. They will turn antelope into the finest meat if you use High Mountain Seasonings uh, plus old NRA blog at NRAblog.com. Once again, coming up after the break, we got Mark Kaiser. Great man. Hey, Mr. Mark, though, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your frying products, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. All right. If you, uh, if hopefully I performed okay for you guys. Oh, yeah. It was excellent. I need a cigarette now. (laughs) (laughs) Join me in welcoming the next president of the United States, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. I think it was a faux pas. Was it a faux pas? It was a faux pas. I don't know. You and your conspiracies, though. Well, I'm telling you. Was it a Freudian slip? You want me to go off on that, or should we? Was it a Freudian slip? Could be a Freudian slip, too. Write in and tell us at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Tell us your thoughts and opinions once again. Check us out uh, as well at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Now we actually do have to get to a break. See you after this. The Revolution. Black Cloud FS Steel with 40% flight stopper shot mixed with premium steel. Federal Premium has created the perfect storm. Black Cloud FS Steel. There's a storm on the horizon. Zeiss and Hornady teamed up for a simple and intuitive new shooting concept, Conquest Superformance. Just select Hornady Superformance, match with one of the Zeiss Conquest Superformance rifle scopes with rapid Z ballistic reticle, zero rifle at 200 yards, play scope on maximum power, and use the reticle's holdover bars to hit targets at extended distances. It's never been easier. Check out Zeiss.com slash sports. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas with so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Aquamira makes water safe to drink. With our affordable water filters, bottles, drops, and tablets, you won't worry about drinking bad water, even when there's nothing around but wilderness. Learn more at aquamira.us. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The causes of near-apocalyptic destruction. And now, here's the boys. Jimmy, no, there's just not a hat that compliments your beautiful face. I'm telling you, I have this unusual-shaped face. You have searched the world over. Can I find a hat to fit? But I think we might have found a winner. Mark Renner, uh, Be the Decoy. Uh I think you would look good. In the antelope hat. You would. Yeah, it's got the little horn stick. I think you would look great. (laughs) Once again, though, wear to a formal occasion. We do want to tell people, please use this with caution. Strong caution out there. Lots of orange. Yeah, make sure. Legal limit, 500 square inches. Yeah, I think so in Kansas. I don't know where other places. uh... Go 1500. Yeah. When you're wearing that, go 1500. Just wear a whole bodysuit orange. Paint the hat orange. I don't care. I don't know if they can tell that it's black or brown or orange or yeah, whatever. I don't care if it's only for archery season. Uh-huh. Wear lots of orange. <laughs> but our phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Jim, we got a clip? Frank's yeah, play. yeah we got it? a clip, and it's uh, Ron Spomer talking about uh, antelope. Let's listen. The revolution. It's a horned animal. It does not have antlers. But it is the only horned animal in the world that has a prong to its horn. The horns are corkscrewed in Africa and rippled and all sorts of things, but they never fork. So this is the only forked horned animal in the world. Pretty unique. I didn't know that. No. The only true fork horned animal in the world. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and of course, not to be confused with everybody calls antlers horns, but they're really antlers. Two they totally off. different Two totally things. different things. Now, but they do. They are the only man- mammal that does shed. Yeah. But it's only the outer shell. They always keep the bone. I think it's a bone in there or whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. But it's kind of crazy. But, uh, you know, we're being joined right now with uh, Mark Kaiser. And I just want to, like... Um, Let's talk about the big elephant in the room real quick, okay? <laughs> it's two years ago. I was in a, a bathroom outside of a bar in Vegas. And this, I'm serious. There's th- a lot of stories let, like that. Let start. me tell this story. <laughs> and this gentleman walks in. I realize, well, that's not a gentleman. That's just a young kid. Is he lost? I mean, this is a bar. <laughs> I look over and I realize it's Mark Kaiser. <laughs> the first time I met you was in a bathroom, Mark. <laughs> I don't, can you say that on the air? I don't know if you could say that. It was totally innocent, I promise. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, I'll let you know that I'm taller than Tom Cruise or Iron Man. So. And I'll tell you the other thing is uh, being a, a man of average stature is a lot easier to hide than being some big jumbo guy like Jim Shockey. So. That is totally true. And speaking of hiding, we should go back real quick to be the decoy. There's a great article you got in North American Hunter. Uh, it's called a Speed Goat Safari. And one of the pictures on the main page when you open it up is a great article. We're going to get to that here in a second. It's actually a picture you're wearing uh, the Speed Goat hat. You're, you're not even going to believe this. Five minutes ago, I was wearing that same hat. I've seen some video kit segments. So, uh, but nice. I, I, I guess I'm just going to start switching from baseball caps. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, getting to the the pronghorn here. Now that I've totally <laughs> sounded like an idiot, um, this is uh, such a fascinating animal to Jimbo and I. And I like in your article you're talking about if you want to have this African feel to your hunt, you don't have to go so far east anymore. You can have this type of hunt right here in North America by pursuing uh, the antelope, can't you? Yeah, it's a great do-it-yourself hunt. There's a lot of public land where antelope live. And when densities are high, and, and that varies you know, from year to year, but yeah. when densities are high, it's just like hunting Africa. And I've been to Africa several times, and I love it dearly, but of course uh, it loves my wallet as well. So <laughs> to make up in between, man, a pronghorn safari right here, in the western part of the United States is a great way to go. Yeah, now you're hunting the early season, meaning that you're hunting with a bow, right? Right. Uh, in uh, Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, Colorado, season's open in August. In fact, almost every major state has an August pronghorn season for bow. And the one thing I like about that is I can take my son, who's in school, and he doesn't miss school. So it's a hunt we can do together, a uh, family-style hunt. But the other thing is, there's just not a lot of pressure out there, and it's hot, and that makes for a good ingredient to add into a waterhole blind hunt. Mm. Now, Rick Cook, I want to go over some facts about antelopes with you, and you can kind of tell us if it's true or not. Is this truly uh, the fastest animal in North America? They could say they define it as, I think it's cursorial, an animal that can run at fast speeds for long distances. They say it could get up to 60 miles an hour. Is that true, uh, Mark? Okay. Yep, fastest land mammal in North America is the pronghorn antelope, or or the pronghorn. That is, that is amazing, and I was also reading that in its stride, when it's like at a full run, um, it can span between 14 to 21 feet in bursts. Between jumps, huh? And th this is amazing, and I, I think you could probably answer this better than anyone, Mark, is um, I was actually watching a clip, it was like NBC or something I found on YouTube, and uh, they were saying that um, in the Midwest and stuff, having fences up has greatly hurt the migration routes for antelope because they might be extremely athletic, but they almost never will jump a fence. They prefer to actually go under it, and they will only um, choose jumping over it as like a, a last resort option. Have you found that to be true? Absolutely. They, really? they evolved in a world where they didn't have to jump. Yeah. So they've never picked up that escape mechanism or travel mechanism, so to speak. Wow. And... uh Federal agencies, in fact, have made it like the Bureau of Land Management have made mm -hmm. rules and regulations now where when you refence pastures uh, or have leases along BLM pastures, the fence has to be a certain height so the antelope can crawl under it. Isn't it like 18, 20 inches or something like that? I believe so. And, and that has been a big problem. And it's more uh, a wintertime problem when we have heavy snows because antelope evolved with the bison and they would travel in the pathway of bison. In many instances in heavy snow, the bison would make a big swath. You know, thousands of bison, that's like a snowplow creating a trail. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so as the bison moved, the antelope fell in behind. Mm. Well, there's no bison for that matter, you know, running around the west anymore, any great numbers. And with all the fences, the antelope just can't move out of a, a real nasty, severe winter environment. Oh, yeah. You bet. Now, if we want to find out more about you, your articles, television, anything like that, where can we find you online, Mark? The easiest way is just go to markkaiser.com, and it's not the Wilhelm Kaiser, it's the <laughs> K-A-Y-S-E-R Kaiser, and you can link on to Facebook, Twitter, 
people, not only, I try to be funny on my Facebook stuff, but more importantly, give people a hunting tip as they come and visit the page. Hey, we've been talking with Mark Kaiser. He says, now's the time because the season's just opening uh, to get that pronghorn antelope. That's right. Get out there. Once again, check them out online. Just Google them. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus Zeiss. It's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. But it's Stick around, because coming up next, we got who, Jimmy? Hey, we got old Joe Kenny. He's the general manager of K-O-V-E in Lander, Lander Wyoming. Wyoming. The big Wyo. That, that's a great little town up there, too. Yep. Hey, real quick, uh, we got a, yeah, we got a second. Uh, we're going to listen to a clip. Jeff the Zoo Guy. <laughs> Jeff the Zoo Guy. Jeff the Zoo Guy. There you go. Frank, take it away. Now, the other thing I love about them is when they have young, they usually have twins. And quite a few, and actually it's it's rare not to have twins, and well, rather common to see that, which is kind of a neat thing. That's interesting. Yeah. It's common to have twins in pronghorns, antelope, whatever you want to call them. Well, on that note, let's get to a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you on that note. <laughs> see you after this, Joe Kenny, coming up after this. Hey, Mark, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. The Revolution. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Got them! Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. For over 20 years, High Mountain Seasonings has been filling the outdoorsman's need for easy-to-use, economical, and fun kits to make your own jerky, snacking sticks, sausage, and smoked fish. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The word is out. The critics are raving. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I've got some very bad news to tell y'all. And now, here's the boys. Jim, we're going to talk about your armpit I got, I got a problem with my armpit hair. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to show you this. Look. No, I don't want to look. Look. Oh, no. It's all clumpy. It is clumpy. I hate it. It gets clumped up. And well, you got to shower it, once in a while. I do. I shower twice a day. Twice a day, and you Seriously, get clumped it, up uh, armpit hair and my, stuff? My wife tells me I just put on too much deodorant. But and I don't so, want to smell bad. And I, I You missed it by a mile, kid. I know. <laughs> I, I sweat profusely, and I just stink. Uh, anyways. Before the break, we heard from Mark Kaiser, great guy, super informational. This has been fun. Gave short uh, answers, which was great. Quit making fun of his height. He's not here. I, can I know he's not here to defend himself. Uh, anyways, we're talking. But about, he could beat me up. We're talking about that's sad. <laughs> uh, getting beat up by a midget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's vertically challenged. Vertically challenged. I'm sorry. Uh, we're talking about antelope hunting on today's show. Actually, just antelope in general. But our phone lines are now open at seven eight five eight four six. 7647, and that is what Joe Kenny just phoned us on, and he is the general manager of KOVE there in Lander, Wyoming. Your place in the country. But you know what? Coming up the 13th through the 15th uh, there, Joe and Jim, you guys got the one-shot antelope hunt. Uh, it's such a great event. Why don't you tell us about this, Joe? This is the 69th Lander yeah. one-shot antelope hunt. It That's started cool. back in the 30s when a couple old guys were sitting around the campfire saying, by golly, those Indians, just they really had a hard time. And they only had one arrow, and they had to bring down their game with that. We ought to challenge one another here to a hunt where we only get one bullet. And that's how it started way back when. Jeez. Wow, and then they started making single-shot rifles. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, since that time, you know, this is the 69th hunt this year, we've had uh, people from all over the world here who have participated in the hunt. And uh, this year's uh, roster, I think, includes one of the, uh, the teams I am absolutely the most excited about. And that is a team of wounded warriors. Oh, oh no man, way! Cool. Yeah. Serious? You bet. Now, so, if we want to participate in this, Joe, what all do we have to do? Well, the one shot. Uh, the teams are selected by challenges. They uh, oh. they send a, a, a challenge to the uh, the president of the club, and it says, "Nanner, nanner, nanner. My team can beat your team." <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, we have these wounded warriors here. We have the uh, team Ram trucks. Uh, oh, team as well, headed up by uh, Chris Dorsey, who's a friend of you guys, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Chris yeah. Dorsey. I, Chris I well. love his mustache. When, when, you, <laughs> when, when you see it, tell it hi for me, okay? I will, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is a great guy, though. 
So we have uh, eight teams this year. Um, the uh, the event is co-hosted by the Wyoming and Colorado governors, Governor Matt Mead and Governor mm-hmm. John Hickenlooper. Okay. They they each have teams, and then there are other teams that are scattered throughout. We have a Pan American team from uh, Mexico, and they're just all kinds of interesting folks coming to town. Now, how many people are on a team? Three. Really? Three. And yeah. now, now this uh, this uh, weekend is actually the 13th through the 15th. That's a uh, Thursday through Saturday. And how many people actually come into town for this whole event? A hundreds. It's really a, a major event. It's one of the largest events of the year here in town because so many of the pass shooters come back. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. Uh, and participate in pass shooter events and, uh, and other things. There are some board meetings and uh, there's a Water for Wildlife project where they they come back and, and they've done guzzler wells all over the West for mm-hmm. uh, to the benefit to wildlife that are out there. Just, sure. uh, it's a great organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, definitely. Now, what do they do with the animals once they're harvested? Well, many of them have, they have them processed here and they either send them home. Uh-huh. And there's also been a project where they have turned the uh, antelope meat into uh, jerky and it has been sent to our uh, our service uh, men and women oh, uh, really? in uh, Afghanistan and uh, also in Iraq. Wow, wow, that is awesome. Yeah, and I mean, then that the is wounded warrior, what else, what else can be better? That is the truth. I mean, they are the true heroes of this whole thing. They, I mean, the, the real, I guess the antelope and the culture is what's first and foremost. But I think having the wounded warriors there like that, I mean, that is such an awesome thing. I mean, incredible, Joe. Well, we're excited about it. And, and, um, I thought it was just a stroke of brilliance that somebody uh, had the idea and and then went and figured out how to how to make it happen. Yeah. Now, if we wanted to put a team together and it was accepted, now you had mentioned before we went on the air, we had a little uh, little settee here. Uh, what actually happens during that process? I mean, you mentioned about dances and a lot of different things. Kind of go through that real quick. Uh, on Thursday night, we have a thing where we honor the past shooters that may have passed away during the, the last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they have an auction to raise money for Water for Wildlife. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Friday night, we have the uh, the Blood Brother ceremony and, and where the, the hunters receive their Indian names. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, the teams go out. Now, they don't go out together. The Wyoming team doesn't all go out as a team. They go out, and the hunters are separated out because it's a timed event. Oh, okay. okay. So they are all separated up. And then um, the team that gets the most kills the earliest is, is declared the winning team. And then Saturday night, really the victory banquet and uh, the winning team gets to sit with the chief and the losing teams have to dance with the ladies wearing shawls and headscarves. <laughs> now, if they're only wearing shawls and headscarves, are they really losers? <laughs> well, just, just a question. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, you can take that wherever your mind takes it. <laughs> See, yeah, Jim, I, I don't agree with that. I am a happily married man. Joe and I would never talk like that. That was, We're disappointed in you, Jim. This is such a great time. Now, is anybody okay. <laughs> allowed to go and watch? I mean, is this open to the public? Many of the events are. And, really? Uh, your friend. Uh, Chris yeah. Dorsey. Yeah. Bruce, yeah. They're talking about filming it, and uh, oh, cool. so there will be uh, a lot of publicity for this year's hunt, especially, I think, because of the Wounded Warriors. You yeah, bet, Chris Dorsey's such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and it that sounds whole... like uh, it just might be the best hunt ever. I hope so. You mm-hmm. bet. Hey, we've been talking with Joe Kenny, and he is the general manager of KOVE. He's also the historian, the storyteller for the one-shot antelope hunt in Lander, Wyoming. That's right. got to check him out in September. Once again, the 13th through the 15th. Uh, if you're working, just take off uh, Thursday and Friday. Head I would. There. Just tell your boss, I got to go hang out with Joe Kenny. Yeah, That's what it. I'm going to do. Uh, anyway, it's going to be got permission slips. Yeah, yeah, one more time. Go ahead. It is uh, the 13th through the 15th there in uh, September, Lander, Wyoming. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks, which is sponsoring this event. Great thing, RamTrucks.com. Plus, uh, Ruger at Ruger.com. And how about High Mountain Seasonings at Jerky. Mr. Joe, as always, buddy, thank you for coming on. You betcha. Thank you for the invitation, and keep on doing the great job you guys are doing for uh, outdoor sports all over the world. Righty. Hey, coming up next, we've got Dale Denny. He's with Bear Paw Outfitters out of someplace in Washington. Coville. 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 You probably should have said that. Anyways, in the wrap-up, Dale Denny. Coville. Coming up next. Double D. <laughs> coming up next. Stick around. We're pro-Second Amendment, and we're against anyone who wants to limit the amount 
of movie theater popcorn that one can possibly consume. We are the revolution. And you should look us up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. No! Don't take it away! You touched my popcorn. Mmm. That's good. That's the butter. When it comes to camping, I like to relax. But I was getting stressed about camp cooking. Then I discovered the Camp Chef Portable Outdoor Oven. This junior-sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips. With a matchless ignition, heating up to 400 degrees, and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan, I can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast, casseroles for dinner, and pie for dessert. Look for the Portable Outdoor Oven at a store near you or online at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It always starts out fun and then it gets weird. And now, here's the boys. Want to hear something amazing? What's that? Uh, I can read this. Uh, Pete from Sacramento, California. Ashley from Detroit, Michigan. Bree from Destin, Florida. And about a couple hundred other people uh, wrote in. Um, and they were um, demanding some answers from me. <laughs> Remember a couple of weeks ago? You have some interesting fan I mail. say the stupidest <laughs> stuff on the show. <laughs> but we all expect it. And people expect it, I guess. I, I I said something I remember I said it. In the wrap-up, I was going to sing a sappy song. Yeah, you're in I mean, this sappy is, stuff. This is a touching moment for me. I hate to say goodbye to our listeners. I love having the interaction with yeah, them. Yeah, the touching thing with our listeners is they shut the radio off. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> Well, to curtail this, basically, they said, hey, you ninny, you promise you're going to do this. They called you a ninny? Yeah, well, nicely. <laughs> so, hey, senor. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to everything that I do. Oh, man, I have got some range, Jimmy. Range. You did it. That was Michelle Branch. Goodbye to you. Uh, before the break, did she sound like that? Or just your I rendition? sound better. I was singing over her because she's so horrible. <laughs> now she's a great singer. Uh, before the break, we heard from Joe Kenny uh, what a great up there guy in Wyoming, up there. Wyoming, general manager at KOVE. Yeah, that's um, a great affiliate of ours. Great affiliate. Uh, we thank them very much for actually uh, letting us air on their station. <laughs> we question their judgment. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about animals. Joe does not have good judgment. That's why I like him. Um, <laughs> it's the only way we can be friends. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about antelope hunting on today's show, and right now we're being joined by a Dale Denny, and he's with Bear Paw Outfitters over there in uh, Coville, Washington. Coville, oh, Washington. Up and over, I should say. Yeah, from where we're at. And uh, we're going to be talking about field judging antelope now. Our, our phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. I don't know about you, Jim, but when I think of Coville, when I think of Washington in general, actually, I, I don't necessarily think about antelope. Do you guys have many antelope up there in Washington? Uh, there's a few antelope in Washington that have been planted here by the Fish and Game. Uh, we do most of our antelope hunting in Montana, and as you know, Montana is one of the top antelope states. Yeah. You're in that, uh, what, eastern and central region that you hunt? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, just, I mean, honest to God, maybe 200 yards right now from our studio. There's a really uh, nice buck, but we don't know how big he is. Yeah, I don't know how big he is. And so, exactly, I mean, you know, there's a lot of hunters out there that do pursue uh, antelope. Dale, but you know, like Jim and I, we've been hunting our whole lives, and I've never hunted an antelope a day in my life. Um, how do you even go about um, field judging one of these? For the average person, antelope are tough because you look at an antelope and it looks like he's got a set of horns on the top of his head with a little hook on the top. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it's simple. So for the average hunter, they're really hard, but there's some things that you can use on the antelope to help you judge how big he is. Okay. 
And what I like to do is I like to look at the ears. Mm-hmm. And you want to look, if you're trying to get a good antelope, you don't want anything that's only two ear lengths long. Generally, an ear is five and a half or six inches. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you take an antelope that's only got two ear lengths, you're looking at maybe 12-inch antelope at best. Uh-huh. What you want is an antelope that has two and a half ear lengths. Oh, wow. Better. Really? Okay, now I'm so, looking. So you're looking at roughly a 15-inch antelope then. Yeah. Now I'm looking on your website and you have a lot of different configurations for horns. And I know that's kind of a genetic thing, but you know, in, in scoring one, uh, is it kind of like the, uh, the white-tailed deer? You take the beam length and you take uh, the various points and so forth. Do you get to actually uh, take a score for the width that it is? Well, you do measure the width, but it's not one of the measurements that adds into your score. It's um, just for reference. Okay. What really matters on antelope is the mass. Ah, okay. They take four circumferences around the each horn. Uh-huh. So you've got eight mass measurements. Okay, mm. eight mass measurements, and then you have uh, overall length. Overall length. Do you, now, do you get it for the little prongs, I guess you call them? That's why they're called a pronghorn? That little, yes, little they point measure the front? from the back of the horn, uh-huh. across the horn, and then to the end of the prong, and that's you get one on each side, one measurement like that. Mm. Now, uh, before we go on with this, because Jim and I are actually on your website right now checking out all these pictures, and we got some tremendous uh, bucks on your website you have harvested. Now, if we want to find out more about you and look into this, where can we find you online, Dale? Uh, we're at bearpawoutfitters.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, now we're we're looking at uh, we're looking at as we said photographs, and you've got really some tremendous ones. Now, when they, when they take the score of of these uh, two individual prongs, if you will, the horns, uh, and do they add them together, and do you get into like sixty, seventy, eighty inches? No. Well, oh. all the measurements combined. Yeah, you're hoping to get in that seventy or eighty inch class for mm-hmm. a really good antelope. Really, and the, and the prongs. You want to? I like to look for prongs that are going to be over four inches. Oh wow! If they're only four inches, it's tough to get into that real trophy class. Yeah, we and, yeah. and there's a lot of antelope out there that are only going to have about three inch prongs, and those are the ones you want to avoid. Is those three inches? So four inches or better is what I like to look for. Yeah. Now, um, you know, let's say we're hunting white-tailed deer. You know, you usually want to harvest a mature buck that's you know that four and a half to six six and a half years of age, Dale. Uh, what, what is the typical lifespan in the age you really want to harvest a mature uh, pronghorn buck at? It's about the same thing. You want is to it get really? those older bucks. You don't want to get a one-and-a-half or two-year-old buck. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes when you're looking at a mule deer or a whitetail, you're kind of looking for that uh, Roman nose. You know, it kind, of, it kind of bends down and also kind of a beer belly, if you will. Now, is that the same things that you look for in the antelope? I don't focus on them immediately. I immediately look at the horns oh. and the ears, and I try to I try to factor in the curl. And some antelope have a lot more curl than others, and those are the ones that'll surprise you and measure more than you think. So I try to I instantly I look at a buck, and I just automatically I'm thinking: Are those horns two and a half or more times longer than the ears? Mm, uh, and okay. you have to imagine going bending that ear around the curl at the end. So they get that overall measurement. Mm. I think it's such a fascinating animal. I mean, they're they're just absolutely breathtaking. So fascinating, we can't get one. Yeah, we cannot (laughs) get one. Now we're actually coming up on an ad break, Dale. If we want to find out more about you one more time, and I, I, you're you're so full of knowledge, it'd be great just to pick your brain. What did you say? I said knowledge. (laughs) Uh, One more time. Where can we find you online, Dale? It's www bearpawoutfitters.com All right, well, hey, we've been talking with Dale Denny, and once again, he is with Bear Paw Outfitters. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-P-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A Blog at N-R-A Blog.com and Cabela's Wars Fomos Outfitter at Cabela's.com. But Mr. Denny, man, thank you so much for coming on, telling us about field judging antelope, man. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. I enjoyed it. All right, well, this has been the wrap-up. Coming up next is the close. We love you very much. You going to say something? I want a new coat. Anyways, I've got to get to a break. The Revolution. Lacking ambition, skill, or talent, <sighs> the Revolution doesn't care. Hit them up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com.
All right, Jim, we're going to be talking about the 2012 Jeep Liberty. We like that. It's a great little vehicle. You know, Jeeps, um, when I think of Jeep, I think of, like, climbing rocks. I don't know why. I always think of climbing, like, a rock, you know, like, going into Moab. Yeah. Uh, That's what I think about. And really, in this 2012 Jeep Liberty, it gives, you know, because it's a five-passenger vehicle. You can't call it a truck. It's not a truck. It's, it's not an SUV. It's, it's not kind of an like an SUV. Own class. It's a, a Jeep. That's it. <laughs> That's the we only way. That. Don't say it. <laughs> Anyways, it really gives, I, I don't care what you're doing. I mean, really, when you get a Jeep, you want to go, like I said, go climb a rock. But it really gives you your five passengers that feel that they all have a front row seat. Because, I, I mean, it, I just like driving Jeeps. Yeah, well, hey. Jeep is well-recognized for its traditional high, boxy shape, which in turn means comfortable upright seating positions and plenty of headroom for all the passengers. Now, storage space isn't forgotten in the Jeep Liberty. The reversible rear cargo tray provides two storage configurations, a flat carpeted floor or a 2.5-inch deep waterproof vinyl tray, perfect for muddy shoes, wet or dirty cargo. Now, dual latches on either side of the cargo tray give access to a 4-inch deep storage bins beneath the lid. Now, again, you know, Jeeps are known for their off-road capabilities, but the 2012 Jeep Liberty actually has two available four-wheel drive systems. Jimbo, did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, now I'm going to tell you all about them. Okay. Uh, the Liberty's active full-time select track two four-wheel drive system and a host of other off-road features. Literally, this thing has so many different uh, um, applications if you want to drive options. in. Of places that you can drive. Well, it's an application of different features in the four-wheel drive system. If you want to go in uh, gravel, mud, sand, wet pavement. Let's say you're driving in some very leafy foliage areas. Leafy foliage areas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a head cold, okay? Yeah, Anyways, uh, Jeeps are great. Yeah. Hey, now when it comes to technology, the Liberty Sports, a Uconnect system with GPS. Yep. It has satellite radio, hands-free calling, wireless web access, Ooh. iPod access, and a whole lot more. Now, the Sky Slider is an additional unique feature. With the touch of a button, the Liberty Sky Slider roof fully retracts. You know, you, Aren't you glad I'm not a Jeep Liberty? Yeah, because I would never drive you or buy you. There if you, you were go. a car, I would sell you. Really, I'd actually I am probably, for sale. I, I would give money for someone to take you. Not before I... It's, I'm available, folks. You know, Send him money. Actually, if you were a vehicle, I'd do like one of those deals where you take it to the fair and people smash it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> or, or I would take it to a place and crush it. <laughs> I would do that to you. Not a Jeep Liberty. Oh, no. Anyways, you know, the 2012 Jeep Liberty, it's really made for any type of um, uh, use, whether it's off-road, um, pavement, asphalt. I'm just basically, if you notice, I got a pattern here. <laughs> I'm really just repeating myself through this whole thing. You know, I mean... Because when I think of Jeep, once again, I think of an off-road vehicle that you could climb big rocks in. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you're, you're repeating this because Jeep has repeat customers. You're reading too much into I this know. now. <laughs> I, I thought Anyways, if in. you want to find out more about the 2012 Jeep Liberty, which Jimbo and I highly suggest that you do, just go to www.jeep.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 405 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, Frank the Sound Guy, Chance Orth, Mark Renner, Mark Kaiser, Joe Penny, and Dale Denny. Hey, so we are Jim and Traff. It's the grab because you local news weather. It is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. Have a fun weekend. Get out there, do some fishing, some scouting for the fall seasons, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.